let's pray. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to praise you wholeheartedly. Grant that our songs be acceptable and help us to believe in our hearts. Oh God, we open to you and to your Holy Spirit. Speak to us. We may listen to your voice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Since uh, you are not the uh, beginner of, in your Christian journey, so today I decided to bring a little more complicated uh, way to understand the scripture. So uh, I want you to hang out with me a little bit, okay, with this. Now, our first scripture comes from Luke. Uh, chapter 10, verse 38 through 42. So Josh, with a good uh, California accent, can you read it for us? Oh, well, yeah. I say, uh, Jesus visits Martha and Mary. Now, as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. When you go back to first, uh, the, the slide, uh, we will uh, begin to talk about a little bit the part that is through whole the, the scripture that I'm go we are going to read is about the transforming power that is in us. That is from God's power. Not Actually, it's not from our own strength or our own works. So how we have been transformed. When you think about yourself last year or three years ago, five years ago, how much have you seen yourselves that, yeah, I have been transformed. Wow, that's the way that I used to do, but now it, it's, it's gone. Because I know that God's grace has been in me and it has changed me. So now in this, in this, in this uh, verse, it says, uh, Martha and Mary, they, he entered a certain village. And you know that certain village is what? Bethany. According to John, we will get that point. Uh, chapter, tw uh, chapter 12, verse 1 through 8, that's where we, it's a Bethany, which is how far from Jerusalem? Seven miles. Two miles. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. So, you know, Jesus entered into Bethany, about two miles from Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a higher, and Bethany is going downhill, up right there. All right? You've been there. So, what happened? Jesus entered into Mary and Martha, they invited. It was a special dinner. God has given us different uh, grace, gifts, and talents. All right? Now, we know that Martha's grace and gifts is what? Service, acts of service, in other words, uh, hospitality. It can be a radical hospitality. That's her grace and gifts, all right? So, you know, she utilized her grace and gifts all the way that she could do. Nothing wrong with that. God has given us, we are fully developed our, the grace and gifts God has given to us, all right? 
But here is the problem. She spread too thin and it begin to, she began to complain. <clears throat> Lord, you do not care. I'm doing all this thing by myself. It's okay, we can complain, but next thing is very important for us, that is, uh, please tell her to help me. So who's in control now? Martha is in control. Jesus, can you tell my sister, I'm in control of all these things, and I want to do the way that I want. How many times do we want to control in our lives the way that we want? Well, when you especially when sometimes I do not like a public, public as a pastor prayer, uh, go to a hospital or any public, pray, uh, public pray, uh, prayer, that I said to myself, you know, uh, it's not, sometimes it's not really deep from my heart, but sometimes I try to please people around me. And I said, God, please heal this person. Touch him or her with your Holy Spirit. Well, nothing wrong with that, but it's not like uh, rather than I am following God's way to lead us, it sounds like I tell what God to do. That's, that's challenging struggles in my spiritual journey, you know. God, I'm here, and I, I'm ready to follow no matter where you lead me, rather than, God, you have to bless Josh uh, and Max as they are graduating from the seminary. They need a good job. God bless them. <laughs> oh, well, see, that's why people want to hear it. You know, Joel Austin, you know, evangelist. He says he gives the people what people want. That's why people like to hear him. Why? Because it is so sweet on their ears. Yes. Well, that's what it is. But anyway, Martha wanted to control her, control all the situation while Mary sitting down at the feet. You know, usually that's unusual, unusual sin that you can see. That is usually only disciples sit at the feet of the master. So she sits, sit down, sits down and listening to, to Jesus' voice. Well, this is, and Jesus says, Martha, Martha, please leave her alone. She has chosen the best one. Nobody will take away. Well, this story only found in Gospel of Luke. This story was, was happened before Jesus entered into Jerusalem. Today is Triumphant Sunday, right? Uh, Palm Sunday. We have the palm tree. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's what we do, right? But this story, today's story, is found before Jesus entered into Jerusalem. Interesting enough, Gospel Luke does not have any more story about Mary and Martha. Done. So what happened in the Gospel of Luke? 
So we do not know, but we have to combine some synoptic gospel, which is Matthew, Mark, and Luke combined together. But we can find unnamed people, those who, who are uh, the, in a different settings. That is Matthew 26, uh, 6 through 13. Now, this time we're going to read the that part. Who has a beautiful voice? Go ahead. Read the things. Ready. Go ahead. Now, while Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very costly ointment, and she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when the disciples saw it, they were angry and said, Why this waste? For this ointment could have been sold for a large sum and the money given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble a woman? She has performed a good service for me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. By pouring this ointment on my body, she has prepared me from burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever this good news is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in remembrance of her. Good. Now, the same gospel is also found in Mark. So we begin with uh, Luke, and we move to Matthew, and uh, we are going to move to Mark. Chapter 14, verse 337, uh, Paul, he has a deep uh, Lillington, uh, Kaplings, deep uh, southern accent. So he's going to read it for us. California accent. <laughs> While he was in Bethany, <laughs> in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came with an alabaster jar, a very costly ornament of nard, and she broke open the jar and poured the ornament on his head. But some were there who said to one another, in anger, why was this ornament wasted in this way? For this ornament could have been sold for more than 300 denarii, and the money given to the poor, and they scolded her. But Jesus said, let her alone, why do you trouble her? She has performed a good service for me. For you always have the poor with you, and you can show kindness to them whenever you wish, but you will not always have me. So, a uh, question can be, whose house is this? <clears throat> what happened to, whose house they are, Jesus is in? According to here, Matthew and Mark is not Lazarus' house. Whose house? Go, go, go back to uh, uh, Matthew. Go, when you go back, Simon. whose house? Simon. Simon. Simon leper's house. But it says it's in Bethany. You see what I'm saying? Also, this story is found when you study contextualization. This story is happened. After Jesus entered into Jerusalem, this story has happened. You with me so far? Is that, we are going to read the John again. Uh, is that story is the same story that we traditionally know, know about John's story? Let's go back to John then. Now, Josh, what are you reading? When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Oh, that's the uh, next one. I'm sorry. We're going to skip it. John 11. Let's go to John 12. Okay. 
Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made from pure nard and anointed Jesus' feet and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of perfume. But Judas Iscariot, the one, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and, give, and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always will have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. So, this, in this story, who's the house? Lazarus. house. Well, let, let me take you a little bit back. Understanding of the gospel, John's gospel, well, synoptic gospel, Matthew, Mark, and Luke's gospel, is a gospel that Jesus has spent tremendous time in the northern Galilee. Why? And at the end of his ministry, he entered into Jerusalem, and he, people waved the palm branches, and that happened. Are you with me? But in John's Gospel, John is the one always focused Jesus' ministry to begin with, uh, in, begin in where? Jerusalem. He went up to a couple of times in Cana or other places a couple of times, but most of his ministry is, is delineated in Jerusalem. So in this story, that story is found on uh, found in Bethany, which is very close to Jerusalem, two miles, you remember? So what happened, there is no triumphal story in Gospel of John. Are you with me so far? Now, when we compare Matthew and, Ma, uh, Matthew and Mark with John, what's the similarities and differences that you see? What's the differences? Whose house it was in. Whose house who was in? That's a good one, Paul. What's the other one? Is the time frame different? <coughs> yes. John, it says six days prior to Yes, yes. John is, uh, John is very focused on what happened to Passover. When you read the John, John very, very meticulous about how I'm going to tell about time goes by based on Passover. So when you read the John, it's a Passover, Passover, Passover. Wow. So that's the, what's the other one? The city of sin. Huh? The city of sin. City of sin. We do not know. Uh, Bethany and West Jerusalem. Well, yes, that's very close. Yes, that's yeah, it's in Bethany. We can see uh, Simon, he was a leper, and his house located in Bethany as well, too. In fact, do you know the meaning of a Bethany? Yeah. Well, each time when you open the Bible, you have a Beth, B-E-T-H, that means kum. What does it mean? I cannot even. <laughs> She's smart. <laughs> Be house, house. So it's a Bethany means literally means a house of poverty. Whoa! 
Whoa, what a controversial issue that we are dealing with here. House of poverty, city, Jerusalem, two miles away, a very, very poor people living in that village. One woman, her name is Mary, anointed Jesus with a two, three hundred denarii, one year's wage upon. Wow! What kind of woman is she? Oh, Lord, have mercy. When you read a little bit carefully, according to Synoptic Gospel, Jesus, uh, the woman, we do not know in the Synoptic Gospel, that the Gospel, Synoptic Gospel, the woman, we assume that that was Mary, she anointed Jesus on Jesus, anointed on Jesus' feet, the other Gospel anointed in Jesus' head. Oh, you like it, don't you? That's why we have to read very carefully the scripture. So the question can be this. What made Mary to be crazy for Jesus? 300 denarii is about 100 uh, one year's person's wage, our salary. Pastor Kong's salary, your salary. In the village of poverty, Hmm. I don't know about you. You, you uh, have been dedicated your lives to Christ completely? How much we have dedicated our lives to Christ or commit our lives to Christ? I have not there yet. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm not there yet. But I'm, I'm pursuing continue to push myself to, to be there. Complete, total dedication. And I said, what kind of craziness causes her to do that kind of job, that kind of things to do? I think, take go back to again at the beginning. She said, she sat at the feet of Jesus. She has the word deep in her heart. Yeah, we could do cooking or do other all kind of things. Yes, nothing wrong with that. But if we do that without having word in our hearts, it can be complaining. We end up with complaining, or we or we can tell Jesus, "I need to do this ministry, so bless me, attitude." On the other hand, maybe we sit down at the feet of Jesus and open the Bible on a regular basis. When the Word came in, dwell in our hearts. Little seed fell on our soil of our heart may grow as time goes by. And someday that we can give our lives to Him. You know, greatest spirituality, the outcome of greatest spirituality is this. Through the classical journey, through all Christian life, this is the greatest spirituality at the end of their lives. I have done this one too much. What am I going to do? God called me to this. I close all I have. And I give up my authority, power, possessions, prestige, everything. And I'm just going to follow what God wants me to do. 
That is grace to spirituality, back then and now. I think we might hold so many things like Malta around us without having the world deep in our hearts. We are embracing uh, this week of time and uh, also Holy Week this, this, this week. So what about we come to church and to sit down in the pews and we may listen to <clears throat> the voice of the Holy Spirit and through the word that we open the Bible and read, maybe come that word maybe falls into our hearts and it may grow a little bit and let it continue to grow. And someday we can say, you know what? I think it's time that I'm going to fold everything that I have or what I have been doing. I'm just going to follow what Jesus wants me to do. I think Mary, she did. Maybe we may consider today to, Lord, I need more your word. As Elaine said yesterday, word is not just a word. In Gospel of John, it's a word is Jesus. So maybe that's the way. Think about it. Let's pray. Oh God, we give you thanks for your word. Help us to live to follow your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.